Hey listeners, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations, where we believe that everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. We invite guests from various backgrounds to share with you what makes them unique. Our hope is that you and I can learn and grow together. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to speak with Ryan Cote. Ryan is a natural entrepreneur owning a marketing agency and a roofing company. He also runs the Morning Upgrade, which emphasizes the importance of morning routines and personal development. So Ryan, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. I'm looking forward to learning from you. But it seems like all things business, you're just all about that. So I kind of want to ask this to kind of open up. What got you into business and entrepreneurship? Well, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, so Ballantyne, the marketing agency, mm-hmm. is 55 years now, 56 years. Wow. So mid-60s we started it, or we meaning my great-uncle. And then my grandfather joined, and my dad, my uncle, my uncles, my cousins, my brothers. And so fast forward to today, it's me, my two brothers, my uncle that run it, my cousins there as well, helping out with sales. And so it's always been just kind of like in the family type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm naturally wired for it too because – I've always been like, I'm trying to think, it was a high school, college, just selling things. I had e-commerce sites that I sold. I've always had things on the side, tinkering, trying to like generate cash flow and just just try new things, you know? Um, And so it's always been in my blood. I've always just kind of gravitated towards it. I remember when I got my first job out of college, it wasn't working with the family business. I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to write an e-book. That was a big thing back then. This is going, this is 2001, 2002. Yeah. Okay. And so it was a big thing back then, like creating ebooks, huh. the landing page, selling it. So I remember waking up 5 a.m., writing in it, creating the landing page and stuff like that. And so, and then I went to work. And so I was just naturally wired. It's like to, just tend to gravitate towards it. And so, yeah, it just, that's, that's how it started. It just naturally, I, I would say I'm kind of similar. I think like I always, when people ask me, Oh, how are you just natural entrepreneur? And I'm like, well, I mean, if you really want to take it back, when I was a little kid, I did those lemonade stands, you know, shoveling walks. Yeah. And then and now I'm washing windows, right? And doing those things. I'm like, it's just something I've always enjoyed doing, like being my own boss and kind of dictating when I work. But I like uh, how you said you got up at five, five in the morning to to write books, I think. I mean, we say we have this control of when we wake up, but like in control over our lives and our time, but yet we choose to wake up earlier. I kind of want to get your thoughts on why, why is it that you think entrepreneurs tend to wake up earlier, even though they have control over their time? Yeah. I'll answer that question. I just want to go back to one thing about the natural part. When I say natural, there's a lot of things I'm not good at. So when I say natural, I mean, I just have a natural interest towards it. I gravitate towards like wanting to like build things and create things. Some have worked out well, some have not. Um, there's things I'm not good at. Like if I think if I'm just being candid, like the finances part of it, like just my mind is not, you know, it's not wired to naturally grasp that stuff. And so my brother, my brother, Scott, his mind is wired for that. So that's why in Ballantyne, a big part of his role is dealing with the insurance and the banks and all that stuff. Cause he just understands it. And then, um, I focus more on like the strategy and sales and the stuff that I naturally go towards. And so I think there's a lesson there trying to be uh, honest with yourself as to what you're good at and what you're not good at mm-hmm. and what you're not good at finding someone that is. And so just wanted to, wanted to clear that up. But to go back to your question, 
Well, I think if I, you know, going back to that when I was waking up at five, it's because I had an interest in it. Mm-hmm. If I hated it, I wouldn't have done it. And so I had this, and, and I'll be honest, the, the book did not sell at all. I did, I did create another book, ebook after that, that did sell. Mm-hmm. But the first one, it was, didn't, I don't think it sold one copy. Maybe my, maybe my mom, I'm not sure, but <laughs> probably, but really that's it. But I had a natural interest. I was like, I really want to try to build this and, and try to sell this. And so waking up at five, it wasn't work because I naturally wanted to do it. It's like, if you have a hobby, like playing guitar or something like that, in most cases mm-hmm. you look forward to doing it because you enjoy it. And so that to me, like for business, I don't really have too many hobbies, honestly. Like I do martial arts with my daughter, do- with, with my one daughter, I guess that's a hobby. Um, but really it's bi- business is sort of like a hobby kind of thing that I enjoy doing. And so I think that's why most entrepreneurs wake up early because they have uh, an interest in doing what they're doing. And so it's not really work. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. I think that's something a lot of people, they wake up and like, it's that burning passion inside of them. Like, Hey, I want to build something great. I want to build something bigger than myself. Right. Most times. And it's like, that's, mm-hmm. that's what ends up happening. But I mean, you're correct me. It's called the morning upgrade, right? And yeah. you, you kind of help people with creating morning routines. What, what would you say is kind of like that ideal morning r- routine? Or let me start with this. What's your morning routine? Like, yeah, so Morning Upgrade, it's it's really a passion project. It's a blog, it's a podcast, it's a book. I don't really have a clear direction of where I'm going to go with it. I'm really just trying to put out really good content based on my experiences that hopefully help people. I've got a newsletter now, an email newsletter. And so I'm just you know going down this journey, <clears throat> but it all did start with my morning routine. So my morning routine, it's, it's evolved over the years. I started out doing the Miracle Morning uh, mm-hmm. pr- book, which is Hal Elrod. He's like the Okay. The old, the OG of morning routines. Started doing his routine, and I've just crafted it into my own. Like for me, I personally, I have three kids, a wife, and just you know, like us, like most parents, very busy with a yeah. billion sports and school and all that. And so I need to keep mine to like thirty minutes or less. And so I design like a journal type card thing that I every morning see. I actually do mm-hmm. what I say I do. Oh, that's cool. I wrote it out this morning. And so every morning I grab one of these cards. I just answer the questions like, what's my priority for today? What am I grateful for? What's my biggest win from yesterday? Who am I going to reach out to today? And then what's on my mind? And then I exercise and I meditate um, and I read a little bit. So that's my morning routine. It's about 30 minutes. It sounds like a lot, but it's like, you know, you're writing down. It sounds like a lot because it's it's very compacted, but it is like 30 minutes or less. That's crazy. You fit all that in in 30 minutes too. That's wow. Well, yeah, because I'll, I'll tell you how my brain thinks. So, like, the book I'm reading right now is 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. And every, like, secret is just one page. Huh. And so I just read one page of this book gotcha. each morning. So that takes, what, like a minute or two? Mm-hmm. And then my questions I'm asking, it's just like, all right, what am I grateful for? Well, that's 30-second response. So, and I only exercise for five minutes. I do other stuff like walk and Krav Maga, but... I exercise for five minutes and I meditate for five minutes. So it's really just like a condensed routine that packs in a lot in those 30 minutes. Gotcha. Wow. That's, that's still, that's impressive because I mean, you talk with any people, especially in business, right? They're, they're very, uh, they, they all have different, uh, morning routines, right? Different ways of doing things. I have one as well. And the thing is though, is they stick to it for a long time and it just becomes a part of them. So there's a lot of people right out there. They want to have, you know, that ambitious morning routine or like 
They want to go out there. But the problem is they struggle with that consistency. So I kind of want to ask this. How do you help them remain consistent so then it slowly becomes a part of their life? Yeah, so I have like an interesting – so my my podcast, one of the questions I ask every guest is what's your morning routine? So I'm up to 112 published, but I've done like 120. And so I've gotten to uh, listen to a lot of morning routines. And so there's a lot of overlap gratitude practice, mm-hmm. exercise, journaling, meditation. Um, the guy I actually interviewed this morning, he's a big meditator. So he meditates, he wakes up and he, he lists out five things he's grateful for five wins from yesterday. Then he also, he also, he's trying to learn Italian. So he does like 10 minutes wow. of Italian lessons and so it's all like very varied. I found that like, you know, one of my guests goes for a walk with their dog and picks up garbage as they see it throughout the neighborhood to keep it clean. Uh, one guy plunges into a cold ice bath, which I will not be doing, but that's what he does. <laughs> and so it's just like a lot of like, there's a lot of different things. I think that's why it's a personal experience. You have to find what works best for you. When you find what works best for you, you'll know because like, I don't dread do my morning routine. I just, this is what I do mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. And so like, I don't like my, not like, uh, got to do this, this thing again. And so you'll know when you've got the routine, that's like really filling your cup and you're like, you don't, there's no friction in doing it. Uh, but to answer your question, as we loop back to it, it's really just comes down to like starting small. Mm-hmm. And so one of my guests, he literally, his morning routine, he tried a lot. And the one that really stuck for him is he journals three pages every day. I he called it something and he learned it from someone, but basically not like a card like this, but like a a regular notebook okay. and he journals for three pages every day, whatever's on his mind. And he said by the third page, like what's coming out is like from his subconscious. Cause you think about it, do you keep on writing for three mm-hmm. pages by the third page? Like, what am I going to write about now? But he said, just the things that flow out of him are so interesting and he's a comedian. So I think he needs that. But, um, I would say start small and just, you know, try a couple of different things. Like you can never go wrong with that gratitude practice, meditation, exercise, journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like the foundational stuff. And so, yeah, start small. I, I like that. And I, I kind of had to laugh at your, you'll never go and take a plunge yourself into an ice cold bath. I actually, part of mine, I, I will occasionally, if I need a little extra boost that day, I'll throw in a cold shower and kind of just really just, it wakes you up. I'll tell you that. And <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I, I like it, but I, I see why people don't like it as well, because after about like 30 seconds, you're like, OK, why am I doing this? So I yeah, I did. that. I did cold showers for about a year, uh, a couple of years ago, a uh, straight year. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, though, because I would take a warm bath and not bath, a warm shower. Okay. And then the last like two minutes, I would turn all the heat off. And every time <laughs> I would do it, my mind's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I would do it. And it felt good pushing through that thought, you know, because I really did not want to do it. But yeah, once, especially in New Jersey, when it's in wintertime, oh. that cold is cold. It's like yes. not cold water. It is like frigid water that makes it feel like someone's stabbing you with something. Oh, ex- exactly. Same here out in Utah. It's we're up here in the mountains and it's like, oh boy, all of a sudden that water just you notice like in the summer, it's like that cold water is actually, I think, kind of warm. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. But then once winter starts rolling around, you're like, oh, my gosh, why am I doing this? So it is a slow buildup, though. It is a slow yes. buildup. You've got 
the water, the weather, the weather is getting a little bit colder, a little bit colder. It's not like you're going from like zero to 60 in one mm-hmm. second. It, it's a slow, but it still doesn't, it's not, doesn't make it any oh, easier. No. It, and especially those December where you've been cooped, like the majority of the day you're cooped up inside too, like during those December months and all of a sudden you're going inside and you're just a little bit groggy anyway. And you're like, Oh boy, this is going to be fun type of thing. It's, <laughs> It is an energy hack, though. You're right. Like it's like if I'm feeling tired, I I, I occasionally will turn the hot hot water off, and because like when you're when you had that cold water hitting you for like a minute or two, when you turn it off, like the energy, the adrenaline, it's like, whoo, man, it really gets you. It's like flipping a switch. Oh, exactly. I think yeah, that energy. Sometimes those days you just need it, type of thing. That's why I kind of actually slowly phasing that out because I heard from someone. I was like, oh, you should have this part of your routine. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do it and. As uh, time went on, I was like, oh, I don't, to your point, I don't, I don't really like this. But I'm like, you know what? I do need the energy though, type of thing. So I'll do it maybe like once or twice a week, you know, during those days where I'm like, okay, I need a little bit of an extra boost because I think, you know, as well as I do, entrepreneurship's not easy, right? Because you have Mm -hmm. to be doing a lot of those things that, you know, other people, you know, that's their job. They do it. And entrepreneurs are trying to bring those people together and, make things work and that's it's a lot of stress on your mind so it is uh, yeah yeah you get used to it but yeah there's always some there's always some i've been throwing some curveballs recently at valentine and I'm just rolling with the punches and it's working out fine but yeah it's always something between like managing managing a team depending on your business keeping clients happy getting new clients the finances obviously um there's always curveballs but i've just come to like expect them mm-hmm. now not that i handle them perfectly i've handled them a heck of a lot better than i used to but yeah, there's always curveballs and so like i i try to like there's a course i was like following once or recently called optimize and he was trying to say brian john the guy brian johnson he was saying like keep your highs not too high and your and your lows not too low like so like when we get victories like a mm-hmm. big project or whatever like i celebrate and i get excited but i try not to get too like oh Finally, the world is better. You know, like I try to keep myself like pretty happy, but like not too happy. And then when the lows are low, like something's really getting to me, I try to like keep myself like, you know, I recognize the feelings. I let them settle in, but I don't like dwell on them too much. And that's taken time to get to that point. And I don't say I have, I'm not saying I have it perfectly, but that's been kind of a nice little hack too, is trying to keep yourself sort of neutral with a little bit of variance so that the big wins don't rock you too much and the uh, the, the, the lows don't rock you too much. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, I found it helpful. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, that's something I think even just, you know, the audience listening today has to understand. It's, I would even argue like in one single day, you could feel like you're on top of the world. Right. And then yeah. the next second, right. Within an hour, you're like, Oh shoot. Like I am not ready for this. And all of a sudden you're feeling at your lowest at the same time. Like it's, it's definitely a roller coaster, and I, I like how you said that you need to keep kind of that neutral ground because everything's going to be going up and down, up and down. If you kind of just maintain that, you know, neutral state of mind, then, like you said, you don't let your ego get to you, and you also don't let those losses uh, kind of <laughs> build up on you and get you down. So then you end up quitting, type of thing, and that's something we don't want want to do. So I yeah you can't quit oh yeah don't quit so I I am actually curious about this is there a time when you should you know kind of back out or or do you look at it a different way or because I know there's some people that are like look it's just 
it ended up being the best decision for me to kind of take that step back and go in a different direction or, and they're like, I guess other people would have viewed it as quitting, but you know, I looked at it as a different direction. Yeah. I'll answer that question because it's a tough, it's a tough one because it really just depends on the person and the situation. But the first thing that came to mind is I think it depends. Like I've learned to try to, I'm trying to really learn to trust my gut because usually we know the answer mm-hmm. and we just don't want to address it or deal with it or make the decision or what make the change or whatever. But for me, like so I'm part of three masterminds right okay. now. And, uh, I feel like it's too much, especially with my schedule right now, because of some things that happen at Valentine. My my schedule is a lot more full right now, and so I'm starting to realize I'm overbooking myself, and my gut's saying that I need to back away from two of them and just focus on the one my original mastermind that was part of. And so for me, it's a gut feeling. Like I can feel the friction when the meetings come. I'm not as excited to join them because mm-hmm. I know I've got other things I should be doing, and so like I feel that friction and that tension in my body. And so like, for me, it's, it's really a gut feeling. I would also say too, like, depending on what your project is, uh, like, like morning upgrade, it's, it's just, it's a passion mm-hmm. project. It, you know, it pays for itself. It's, it's a business. Awesome. It, it, it generates cash flow, but it's like, not, it's not nothing exciting. It's just more, I'm just trying to create something I'm proud of and then eventually turn it into a business. So you're saying, well, why keep going with that? Well, cause I, I have belief and hope that it will help people and I will turn it into a business. And so I think the belief and hope is important too. Like if you believe in what you're doing and there is that feeling of hope that for me, at least I'm just answering some answering this from my perspective, then it keeps me going. Once that's gone, like the hope and the belief, well then I think that's a sign too, that you need to really take a look at what you're doing, either stop it or, or, or pivot to something else. That's just general advice. You know, if that's helpful. No, I think, I think that's important. I think, I mean, to your point, I think, if you don't have, you know, that belief and hope, right? I mean, even in your job, like let's say you work a nine to five or something. If, if you don't believe you can do something great, maybe, maybe it's time for a change. Even you don't have to leave the company necessarily, but like go talk to your manager, your boss and say, Hey, like, is there somewhere you could put me, like, could you put me somewhere else where I could, you know, kind of feel reinvigorated and be like, Oh, let's go type of thing. Because I'm not feeling like we can do this type of thing. And I don't know how, how would you kind yeah. of, um, uh, because some people kind of lack, I mean, especially, right, a lot of my audience, they're in, you know, college, they're looking to get their careers started. And they're, uh, you know, they kind of lack, you know, that self-confidence, kind of that belief that they can really make any change, do anything. So how do you kind of build that up? How do you kind of, what would be your suggestions, advice there? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it comes down to really putting in the reps, you know, um, you have to be an action taker. Like, you know, if you're, if you're complaining that you don't like where you're at, but you're not making any changes, well then, you know, no one's going to look out more for you than yourself. And so you have to take yourself seriously and believe in yourself. And I think that's more just like trying new things. Like I, I, I think about all the things I've tried in the past. I mean, I could like, I mentioned the ebook, but then like e-commerce sites, service businesses, eBay, like I just kept on putting in the reps and stuff like that and just trying new things and seeing what, and seeing what I like and what I don't like, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And you're not really going to learn that unless you get out there and try. Also, I think back to when I started at Ballantyne, I was going on sales calls Mm -hmm. to try to generate business. And that made me very uncomfortable. Okay. And uh, so this was like, I was 23, I'm 43 now. So we were like 20 years ago. And so 
I used to go on the sales calls with my stupid suit on, <clears throat> feeling all uncomfortable. And my nervousness, the way it would come out is I would get sweaty. And so mm. literally like I would have like beads of sweat dripping down my forehead. Okay. Wow. Um, as I was on these sales calls, literally dreams of, of, beads, of dri- beads of sweat, like drip, drip, drip. That's crazy. So imagine, <laughs> imagine trying to convince someone to like work with you when you're like just a sweaty mess. It's very difficult, <laughs> very hard. Um, but what I found, and this is like with public speaking now, like I've done a lot of public speaking and I was like shaken, you know, the first uh, few times. But you put in the reps enough and it gets it gets more it gets easier. And so I think you have to give there's no like really there's no real no real shortcut with that. You can't like fake experience and fake like all the battle wounds. You have to go through it. And what I found at least is that when I go through stuff with business or like personal that's difficult, it gets a lot easier to handle the next thing because you have more confidence. I got through it, you have more experience, you're a little bit more mature. And so there's, in my opinion, at least there's really no shortcut to that. It's just putting in the reps and then taking action every day. If you're watching TV for three or four hours a day, I mean, I watch TV, it's fine. I'll be doing work while I'm doing it at night, but, um, carve off an hour or two and dive into things, learn new things, watch videos, mm-hmm. try to find out what you're really interested in and start to try to build a little business. Even if it doesn't work, you know, you're still going to learn something from that experience. No, I, man, that, you hit that right on the dot too. I think, I think, uh, a lot of people, right, kind of to your point, they want to take that shortcut. And it's like, no, I think I, I always remember something someone told me. And it's like, I, I remember I was getting way like, I don't know, for some reason, when I was younger, I always just kind of liked to challenge people in authority. And this teacher had told me they're like, all right, fine. Like, you, you don't think uh, I, I don't even remember what we were arguing about, to be completely honest. Like, I'll, but uh I just remember that he ended like this argument or whatever we were having. And he's like, well, Josh, uh, nothing worthwhile, uh, comes easy type of thing. And I was like, man, dang, that's, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't top that type of thing. (laughs) So I, uh, I, I realized I'm like, I got to actually like put in some work and yeah, nothing comes easy. That's worthwhile. And that's something I've lived by. I'm like, look, I need to, be patient with myself, even though it's hard. I'm like, oh, I wish I had this now or wish I could just do this. It's like, no, you need to be patient with yourself and realize that, hey, you got to learn kind of to your point, go through the battle, get all the scars and wounds and experience. And then from there, you're just that much better of a person. And I think that's, I mean, experience, they say is the best thing. And it's, it's true. Like that's something that I think a lot of us, a lot of us need, and I'm going to kind of switch gears here, but, uh, sure. I, uh, when you said to carve out just even an hour or two for TV, I remember, uh, someone told me when I was like towards the tail end of, you know, when I was in school, I remember, uh, I had this mentor of mine. He said, just wake up an hour earlier and go to bed an hour earlier. And I was like, okay, like fine, let's, let's just see what happens type of thing. And I found, I'm like, wow, I have this newfound time type of thing. I don't know what to do with it. Type of thing. Like I literally, the first day I did it, I just sat there. I was like, what am I supposed to do with all this time? Like, this is weird. And I think it's the same point with the TV. When you kind of set aside, all right, let's just like, let's start, let's not do this. Let's just set aside this time and just see what happens type of thing. And that's how I ended up getting into 
business entrepreneurship was mm-hmm. and I, I just found I'm like hey this is <laughs> this is uh something I want to do I'm like okay I have an hour to spare let's try something type of thing and here we are today hosting a podcast and I'm like what the heck like I did not see this coming but here we are today but uh yeah I I want to actually yeah. kind of ask this what did you see yourself uh starting morning upgrade from the beginning or did it just kind of naturally just kind of come up when you're like, Hey, I really like doing this type of thing. Actually, no, before I answer that, I'm gonna go back to, I'm going to, I'm going to comment what you said about the hour thing. And then I'll go to how I started the morning upgrade. You're right. Like, like really the, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Mm-hmm. And so just like, you know, courses, getting a coach, uh, watching YouTube videos, audible, mm-hmm. like taking that time. If you're in the car, like I don't listen to the radio. I listen to podcasts and audible, or I have some memberships I'm part of with like lessons around different things with business. And so it's like taking that time and just investing in yourself because if you do that, if you do that enough, you're going to change yourself and then you're going to have new skill sets, a better mindset, which then you can apply to other stuff that you're doing. And so I've always thought of like, it's the best investment you can make is in yourself, you know? And like I said, back in the beginning, no one's gonna look out for you mm-hmm. more than you will look out for yourself. Not even your mom and your dad. Maybe your mom or dad, but I mean, like, in the end, yeah. it's really you. And so, um, okay. So morning upgrade. That was a that was a child that was birthed during COVID. You know, I actually launched the brand in April of 2020. I just had a lot of a lot of like mental clarity, I guess, or like you know, I'm stuck at home mm-hmm. like a caged animal, and uh, just started thinking because I was writing content around personal development. I've always been into it, reading books. I'd mm-hmm. put things on on uh, LinkedIn about the cold shower experiment I did for a year and things like that. I was like, I like writing about this stuff. And then in my moment of COVID, I had like this thought, like I should try to tr- turn this into a business, something that will help people, something that will not be like my legacy. Maybe, I don't know, but something I'm proud of. And so I was like, well, morning routines is my main pillar habit, my main self-care habit. And so... I like that idea, like a morning morning upgrade. I was brainstorming different names mm-hmm. with the journaling and morning upgrade keeps on coming up to me because it like symbolizes what I believe in. Um, it ties well into personal development. It's easy to spell. The domain name is available. And so I started with it. I just got a free site up, started creating, transferred over all my LinkedIn content to my blog, started writing new content. And then three or four months later, I was like, oh, I should probably start a podcast. So I started doing research how to do that because I didn't know. And so I learned, you know, I spoke to a couple of people and read things and I started my own podcast and then I was like, oh, I should write a book. And so I did that whole process, learned how to publish on Amazon and all that stuff. And, um, that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm trying to think, you know, it's just really trying to evolve the content and the brand and the marketing. And I don't know where it's going to lead me, but it's been just an evolution. You know, that's, that's what happens. You got tinker. And as you tinker, you know, you'll think of new things to try and that's, it's a fun process. Well, that's the fun part of uh, why why we do what we do, right? It's oh well, this didn't work. Let's try this instead, right? There's always another way, type of thing, right? So I I like that. So I'm thinking of wrapping up here, and I'm gonna ask this as the intelligent question of the day. And I think you know, again, I think a lot of people, especially in this stage of life, where they're you know maybe they're looking to find a career path to go down to, or they're gonna try and start their own business how do you help them kind of find a passion or something that they just like doing? Cause I think a lot of times they're like, well, I kind of like this, but do I, do I want to do it for the rest of my life? No. Like they, they kind of struggle with that uh, 
decisions. So how do you help someone find their passion? I think, like, what do you naturally gravitate towards? What do people come to you for? You know, what are your general interests? I think you'll, you know, when you know, like, it's like something that doesn't feel like work. Like when you're in a flow state, you're doing something and you really enjoy it. You know, I think it's tough though, because you sometimes can't, because I, if I'm being honest, I don't think I'm passionate about marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got a, a nice agency. Um, I wouldn't say I'm passionate about marketing though, to be honest, but I'm passionate about running the business with my family, trying to grow it, the ins and outs of like trying new things, trying to help clients get results, working with them, learning about their business. Those are the elements. It's not the marketing necessarily. It's just the process. So sometimes it's hard to like monetize your passion, mm-hmm. though you plenty of people can. Like I mentioned the, the podcast uh, guest I had on recently or this morning, he made a business out of meditation. But sometimes you can find something about the business that you're working on that you are passionate about, even if it's not the business itself. Mm-hmm. And so I really think it comes back to tinkering too. Like you don't know until you know. And so for me, like with Morning Upgrade, I knew I wanted to start mm-hmm. something along the lines of it. And I literally got a pen and paper, went outside, put my phone away. And I just started writing down different things. Like what would I write about? How would I market it? What would it look like? And just started like for an hour, just wrote things down and things started to get a lot more clear. So I think that's an exercise that all your audience can do too is a journal pen to paper, put your phone away and just start writing down things that you're thinking of, like what business you could start, what you're interested in, what you're good at. You know, that's Mm -hmm. another thing, what people come to you for, what your gut says. Um, but in the end it's going to take, it's going to take tinkering and testing and trying new things and pivoting. Going back to the guests I mentioned again, the, the meditation guy, he was telling me that his blog started out very different. And then he, based on just his, uh, input from his guests and input from his audience. He narrowed it down to meditation and some other reasons. And so sometimes you don't get it right from the get go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you pivot and, you know, find a new way of doing things. So I don't know that that seemed like a very confusing answer, but hopefully there's a few things in there that your audience can pull from. No, I think, I think there's, yeah, like you said, a lot of gems in there that I think people can run with and try in their lives. And I, I, I just want to ask this too. I want to get kind of your last thoughts on journaling and kind of that because I mean you've kind of mentioned it quite a bit and like it seems like to be a very big part of your life you like to write down the things that are on your mind type of thing so I kind of want to get your final thoughts on like journaling and the importance of that and how that can help someone kind of upgrade themselves yeah so journaling could come in many forms like I mentioned, morning upgrade. I was journaling my journaling my ideas, just seeing what comes out. Um, when I was thinking about hiring a, a coach, I I was trying to decide between two, and I couldn't decide. And I just did pros and cons in my journal, like pens and pen and paper, pros and cons of each, and that helped me make a decision. Uh, honestly, uh, my morning routine. <clears throat> you know, I've got a small section for journaling, and right now, what I'm what I'm journaling every morning is my intentions, like how I want to show up today across love energy and work. And I pulled that from a course that I took all of this year, just ended going back to investing in yourself. It was a 10 month program that I invested in to make myself, you know, better, quote unquote, better. Um, and so like I write down like what, how I want to show up across love, energy and work. And so I'll I'll tell you what I write, uh, for love, I write down warm, present and encouraging for energy. I write down abundant, grateful and zestful. And then work, I write down confident, calm, and ambitious. So those are the character traits, the, you know, whatever, how I want to show up, they're important to me. So every morning I'm writing that down just to remind myself. Cause like I've had to, I have to practice it. Sometimes I'm doing work and my, one of my daughters comes up to me 
and tries to talk to me and I'm still like typing away, yeah. you know, and she's trying to talk to me. And then I remember, Hey, you said you want to be present, right? Well, that's the opposite of what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And so it snaps me out of it. And then I was like, I turned the computer off. So it's just a work in progress, like anything, but there's different ways to use journaling for the very basic form. Just writing out what's on your mind can be very, very therapeutic. Yeah. Thank you. I think, I think some people uh, that listen to this can definitely benefit from that. So thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time, but you mentioned you have a podcast, right? Morning Upgrade and mm-hmm. your other businesses as well. So what are the kind of the ways they can find that, you know, the links, social media, what, what's the best way they can get a hold of you, reach out to you and all that fun stuff? Yeah. The best way is just go to, go to morningupgrade.com. On there is my book, my podcast, all the blog content I put out there. There's an opt-in for the email newsletter I send out every week. I personally send it out every week. I write it and try to provide some good, you know, nuggets of wisdom. And uh, if you go to the about page, there's links to Ballantine and then Ballantine Home Improvement, which are is Ballantine.com is the marketing agency and BallantineHomeImprovement.com is the roofing business. That's all linked up on the about page. Awesome. Thank you uh, for sharing that. I, and they can also find, I know you mentioned a book on Amazon, those platforms as well. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's self-published there. Okay, sweet. So Ryan, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Yeah, this was fun, Josh. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. So everyone, that is Ryan Cote. As you can tell, he's a very intelligent person, has great things to say. He left you guys there with some information there if you guys want to reach out to him. Anything sparked your interest today, I'd reach out to him. Stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for you guys. See you guys next week, and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again, and let's get after it.